0: Thank you for listening to Bluebells Forever Podcast. I'm your host, Sherry Lewis. Thank you so much for listening to this, and I hope you're enjoying these stories from these wonderful, wonderful people. And what I have loved is doing the Circle Back series where I get to go back and have more time with these people. I just never have enough time in the interview that you hear. And so, part two, we get to go back and hear more and also just find out what they've been doing since we last did the interview. So these are on the patron for Patreons only, and the way you become a patron is a subscription each month, and there's an option of $5, which just helps the work to keep going with some of the costs that we have. $10 a month gives you two extra bonus interviews a month, and so far, what we've, I've already had on there is Liz Elliott, Hilary Sukanos, Pete Menefee, Athena Pataxel, Billy Goodson, Alexandra Yaretska, Adrian Lapeltier. And coming up in June, Leslie Bandy and Christopher Nunez. In July, coming up, we have Michelle Brown Jennings. So you have access to all of these episodes that only are for the patrons, and that is by subscribing. So I will put a link in the show notes. So if you are interested in hearing more of these stories and supporting Bluebells Forever, please feel free and enjoy this interview coming up. Hello and welcome to Bluebells Forever, a podcast with interviews of Bluebell dancers past and present. Join Sherry Lewis, a Bluebell herself, as she leads us on a journey through story and experience. And now, here's Sherry.
1: Okay, so this is- no, I don't have nothing to do with the podcast unless you post that photograph of you wearing that.
2: I absolutely will. You
1: owe us million dollars. <laughs>
2: <laughs> so I'm, this is interview three on the um, Showgirls road trip that I get to do in person. Because I think I've tried to get you for a year. Yes, you have. tried are. to get Johnstone for a year and Jillian for a year. And I get to get you and Jillian, at least, in person. Which is way more fun because I would have asked you and you would have told me about Legends, but I would not have seen the show. And I would not have been able to see your creation. So this is way more fun to do the interviews, seeing what you're doing now. So we're going to talk a lot about what you are doing now because it's fascinating. And it, I was saying before we recorded, it gives me hope that show business is coming back.
1: Well, we all hope. We all try.
2: Yeah, and it is. It's like we could just let it go, or we yeah. can t- do. So, I want to hear about your growing up and getting into dance. Like, what? I oh, know, my where goodness you grew up.
1: gracious me. You're going for the devil itself, right? Yes,
2: I want to know like, what makes you, you, right. gets you into this. Business. I grew up in
1: South Africa. Um, I come from a very conservative family. Love my family. You will not find anybody who's not met my family Go like, you'll not find any more sp- uh, hospitality than that. But conservative, I, from a very young age, knew I was different, didn't fit in. was the one bullied at school, didn't say anything, just took it, Mm -hmm. was not the big sports thing. Tried rugby, tried all of that, tried the whole nine yards, was always the outcast, and I just started focusing eventually on studies. Most of the family, an extended family, either lawyers, doctors, surgeons, I uh, gave me a dentist, And that was my natural course to follow. However, something happened in my sixth grade. My aunt, whose husband was a, a surgeon, Dr. Grove, had two extra ballet tickets. She asked my mom to go and who else can go? My mom didn't think of anybody else to go. And she said, well, oh, maybe Peter, he's old enough. Let's take him. I tell you, the tears... When I saw that thing, and I knew I couldn't do it, I knew I didn't have the opportunity to do this because of my family. And at that time, during the seventies and early eighties, it was not an acceptable thing in South Africa. It was just boys did not dance. Yeah. So I buried it. Didn't sing and Didn't talk about it. Eventually, did got drafted into the army. While I was in the army, I knew I was accepted to med school. My father and my mother showed up while I'm in boot camp somewhere. The general, surgeon general, called me in, the colonel first. He said, your parents are here to see you. I thought, what the hell happened no. you now? And I got in there and they came and delivered to me and said that I got accepted into med school. And they tried to get me in the army to go to med school. Um, which was very difficult at the time. However, the Surgeon General offered me one of the 16 bursaries or scholarships that they offer per year to students and I was lucky enough to get that. Mm. I knew my heart wasn't in I did three years. The first clinical rounds that I did with a doctor in the military school, we had to do a cut down on a six-year-old girl who they couldn't find veins for her anymore And I sat next to this colonel in this military hospital in my uniform, and I went, I can do this. This is not what I want. I was, at that time, 17 going on 18. I've had the opportunity to skate once, and I went, you know what you want to do? It's time to put your foot down and just go do it. I left med school. I had to get a job with the medical knowledge that I had already. The um, Sandoff International used to be pharmaceuticals. And Siva, three at different times because I jumped, picked me up as a medical rep. Gave me a car, great salary. And I worked my butt up during the the day. And by 4.30, I was in class. And I didn't get out of class until 10 o'clock. Studied um, Adal Blanc, Sonia Mayo, Linton Burns in South Africa, and Audrey King, who was um, Margaret Fontaine's teacher in India.
2: What did you do, ballet or did you do? did that?
1: ballet, jazz, contemporary, reaching Martha Graham. I did everything that I could grab.
2: How did your family do if you did not do medical school?
1: By that time, I was the cast out really in the family. And um, I just didn't care anymore.
2: Yeah, that
1: choice that people make for their parents. I knew what I wanted for my life, and I knew I was going to do it. How was that first? I was stiff. I was stiff. Oh, my God. I mean, I was 10 left feet. Until one day, Adele Blank was sitting me in the class, and I was just in the side split, and I was not quite there. And I was warm. She could see I was sweating. She came and sat next to me, and she put me feet in the back. And the next minute, I just went. And I was there, and I was flat. Oh, wow. And I was there. She says you there. The next week, she offered me a job. So I started working with her. We did some jobs. The next thing was SABC Television, the television company. And there was an issue there because there was a boy that danced with me and with Audrey King in, in, in the class, Black boy. And they wouldn't look at him. And he was the best dancer in that class and under apartheid in South Africa at the time, I rebelled. I always rebelled. By that time, i have already said, religion, forget it. If that's what you preach, if that's what God says, forget it. Done. Not for me, I'm done. <sighs> the best man is sitting there, and you're not offering him the job because you can't put it in South Africa and in South African TV. And I knew I was getting out. I was gone. So by that time, I've skated and danced. Do scanning classes do every night? Did both what scanning time, dancing?
2: What age were you when you started dancing? Seventeen. That's amazing too. Like people to start later and they go on. Seventeen. Yes. People listening, it's not but too late.
1: The desire to do it is what by first. Yeah. And I loved it every minute of it. Sonia Meyer's classes, Del Blanc's classes. I mean, God's gift to dance. For me, they they're on Lewis's. I Yeah. So anyway, it happened. That that happened, didn't I show for Marjorie Chase was my first partner, Lynn Ryder. Jillian was in Dublin. She saw his work, she came and looked at his work in the studio. She said, how do you feel like to go and work in Halal? Was
2: Jillian just visiting?
1: Yes, she's South African.
2: Yeah, so she was home. She was was just visiting,
1: she was just visiting. She had put in a notice with Denise Brits and I can't remember exactly how that happened. But I walked in, and when Jillian walked in, and I looked at Jillian, I knew. I went, Something is about to happen. I don't know what it is. I just loved this woman that was standing up. She had an elegant, a class, a style that I'd not seen in a dancer. The only other person who had that was Diane Guest. Oh, and there was Tanya Nolan too. And uh, long story short, they were looking for an ice team. I was working with Lorna. We were not ready to do this. Started working with Lorna Brown, that plastic ice. We got on the plastic ice. Lorna said, I'm not skating on this. I looked very and said, God, I'm not skating on it either. And we didn't do but we got into the show with with, with, with Nick Navarro. So I did the understudy with uh, Mandy Peterson, I think. Well, I can't remember now. Yeah, I think it was, I, I can't remember Mandy's last name. And we understand the study David Moore and Emily Jones. Which show is this one? Sunset extra in South Africa. In South Sunset. Africa still. Okay. Sunset. And uh, shortly after that, we did some spotlight on them for the for the television, another ice show. And uh Jillian finally came through and said, okay, you're on your way through to the States. Cool.
2: What year did you come in?
1: 1980, 81. We- 81.
2: Oh, I left in 1980 at the end yeah, of it. I think and I
1: talk under correction now on 80 or 81. I think it was 81. Long story short, the engine had just started fire. Julian said to me, said to me, I'm gonna have to postpone your contract. This two weeks before we fly, two or three weeks before we fly. Because Len is a pony, but I'm taking the boys from, from Vegas. That had the fire and taking them up to the arena, so I'm canceling all foreign hunters. oh man. And Lynn and I wanted to work on the act, and I said to Jill, You no, I'm coming anyway, I'll take my chances. She said, I can't do anything with your paperwork. Lynn. I said, I'll take my chances. So I booked myself a ticket from there to, 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 to Miami to go and see uh, George Reese and all those guys, and I booked a ticket to go back to Lido and Paris in case. I can do it in uh, audition there at the Mulan because I've already been in contact with Blue And um, the torn thing was Lynn and I wanted to act together and we were very good together. But it, it just didn't seem to be in the cards.
2: Because you get hired as a, a couple is a lot, no. lot harder, right? You have to take both or
1: yeah, well, she was too shorted your principal anyway. Oh so I worked with Kate van der Liet. Ooh. Jillian put us together. And Kate and I had so much fun. We were on the red carpet several times. Um, she would say, please start giggling on the left, and I have to control it. And, and we're doing policies. <laughs> I mean, really. Was this in policies in, in space? Policies in space. Oh,
2: you guys are par- oh, that's my favorite.
1: So Kate and I did policies in space. Because Kate didn't care. And I didn't care. Everybody else freaked out because it's not the audience you're scared of. I that hundred dancers sitting behind you and watching you every move. That's what scared the hell out of everybody. Kate and I didn't care. Mm. This was for the love of things. Yeah. So, but I didn't get into it. Hello I it straight away because, of, because of, there was no voice. Jillian found me one day. It was four days, four days or five days before I was supposed to leave Paris. She said, Victor Culver wants to go to Atlantic City. Ronnie told him that he can't go to Atlantic City until he replaces them. They need a partner for Heather. I think you can do it. You're not going to cut Ronnie's dance. I don't think so. And I, she was so she, damn right. She, she was knew, right. right?
2: She knew Ronnie Lewis. She'd already been dancing. Oh, yeah. Him.
1: She, 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 I mean, she, she, Way back. That was, that was the odd to her. Yeah. And I went and I showed up at the audition. I did this one thing with and he, he taught me something a judge. I went, I can't cut this shit. I can't do this stuff. So oh you might have to leave that. Okay, no, we can I, swear all you want. Okay. So, so um did the audition and then came the audition part with Heather. And I went, Go, I don't know who you are. I don't know if I'm weak bar or subject you, are freaking gorgeous. And I know you're an icon, but I don't give a damn what you're giving you give me, you bring up in that area, and you're gonna stay out there.
2: <laughs> really?
1: That's in my head.
2: Yeah,
1: Heather at first tried a bird with me. She mm-hmm, hmm she did sit She said, can you do a flying sit? I said, yeah. How do you do it? We ran the prep together. And she came for that flying sit and she was up there she went, whoa! Really? And that was it. And I knew I found one of the best projects in the world.
2: Cause it's not, it's like there's connection also like how your bodies work together. I mean, what is it with that makes them? It... With
1: Miss Heather, I don't know if it's because it's English, I don't know what it is or because she was my senior. There's just an ooze of respect that came from that woman and she knew what she wanted. And I was not used to
2: that. I loved I've never heard that part. It makes that makes a great Dutch and, part. And it.
1: myself, oh, a little bit of arguing too. Many people will disagree with me. But yeah, we have my, my wife and I, which I met later, at the leader in Paris, yeah, we we had a reputation. We we, we were another Kiki and Clive. No 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 problems. We were another Kiki and Clive, and we had the same problems. We fell in love with our partners. Yeah, Kiki had the same problem. It's okay, you know what? She had good taste. <laughs> so, jumping really long story short, I got the job with Frederick. Frederick did my papers. At that time, there were still certain mafia connections. Freddie could pick up the phone and he got my papers. Oh. <laughs> unusual. I got my papers done and the rest is history. So I did the whole Ron Lewis, the Lewis thing there for about two and a half years.
2: Which shows did you do?
1: I did uh, Heat's On in, in Reno.
2: Uh, where, did, where was that?
1: I just, at, at Harris in Reno.
2: Okay, because I was in 1980. I remember going to see Heat's On, I think. Uh-huh. Because that's when I fell in love with Ron Lewis. Like, who is this? I, why can't I? I yeah. If it was one? in 80,
1: you saw the first cast, I was second. Cast.
2: Okay. Yeah. That was a thing, like, on your day off, you used to get to go see other shows, like, and to go, I want to do that one next, and I want to do that one next.
1: It was the best work I've ever done in my life.
2: What was it about Ron Lewis? Because it was challenging, right? You didn't get that right away. Like, his style. Well,
1: I, I think the connection that I had with, with, with Ronnie eventually it was, I mean, Ronnie and my connection came much later. Um, I had no preconceived notions about it. I was taught by one of his best male dancers that he ever saw he had, one of them. There were others that gave Victor Victor a run for his money, but Victor taught me the show. And when Frederick and Ronnie had heard what I did with Heather and how it happened and Heather said yes, I was in the show three years later.
2: Wow. So you stayed in arena for a while then. How, oh yeah, was I, was, year? I was in arena
1: till 83. I was in arena until 83.
2: How long did you do Hello Hollywood in a year? Six months. Six months, and then the rest was um, big dress.
1: Six months because Len and I could work on the, on the ice and work on our act. And then um, first, um, Disney and Ice came to see us uh, through um, Joseph's set. They came to see us skating on the rink, offered us a job. They knew we wanted to do it. Become American citizens, and he offered us $175 a week. And we both laughed. We just laughed at it. Didn't take it. No, thank you, but no thank you. He was highly perturbed, Mr. Kevin Felt. Uh, she was a bit embarrassed, but still shipped that. But we didn't care. I mean, you don't offer somebody $175 for an hour. Whether we good were good enough at the time or not, I don't care.
2: Right.
1: You just don't do it. Yeah. And it wasn't long after that. When Helen London from Scala in Barcelona phoned me after I sent a video check, she says, I can put you in Scala Barcelona.
2: Is there, well, how many scholars are there?
1: At that point in time, there was only Scala Barcelona and Scala Maria Castilla and Madrid. Okay. They were working on opening Scala Gran Canaria. We didn't know that. And they hired us because Kicking Clive was supposedly not coming back, and Kicking Clive was part of the woodworks there. And they were the best team. I mean, they were my mentors. I mean, that's who we wanted to be. Was Kicking Life? Kicking Life to us was God, and they still are to me, we're God. And um, we got there. We did the show. Chancy and I both worked on the floor on the ice, and. Six weeks later, kicking Clark showed up. So they asked us to do the understudy for whiskey tea, which was the fluoridizer. And but we went, okay, did we make a steak? Are we are we coming back to America or not? What are we going to do? Oh, we didn't have to think long because the next morning when the Ramon and River says, okay, it's going to be a six-month hiatus. Let's Offer you scholar in area, open scholar in and, and I said to Cynthia, what are we going to do in between? I said, I think it's time for you to meet mom and dad. Meet the family. And uh, we did. We went to South Africa. We worked in South Africa. Stayed the time out. Stayed with the family. Took it around South Africa. All nine yards. We were brown. I tell you, we were brown as that door. By the time <laughs> we came back, we were there. It was summer. I mean, looking at a million dollars when we came back. And that's how our European's career started with Scala. We did Scala Gran Canaria for over a year and a half, then we went back to Barcelona, then it flew us to Madrid. We went Madrid back to Barcelona. And then I believe the, the Tardis injured themselves in, to injured himself in um, Panache. Yes. And um, Lillian Oak and um, what? Uh, Sean Cronin.
2: No, oh, I just met Sean today. Sean coffee. Cronin
1: found me. Says Pete, get your ass to Paris. I don't think the Tories are coming back. So I found Liliana open and said, "This is the situation." She said, "Well, Bob Tech wants to hire somebody. Uh, I believe it was Tony and Terry. Great team. In California." And I said to lean out and, and I had a big mouth and, and people know me as that. I mean, don't, don't BS me because I'll BS you right back.
2: I've seen you on Facebook You get kicked off or stay, stay in your place. I don't and care. I, I like it. I don't I like care. I don't I want care. To interview you.
1: If I don't stand, I have a voice.
2: Mm-hmm. If
1: I can use that for people who are scared to use their voice, I don't care. That's why I wanted to talk to you. I love that. I don't care. Yeah. You know?
2: Mm-hmm.
1: I came out later in life. Much later in life, I always knew it was there.
2: Yeah,
1: I have a son who's twenty-five years old. I was married for twelve years. Really, still the person that I love most of my relationships. Yeah, my mm-hmm. But I came out. Yeah, and then we got this orange buffoon in 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 in, in, in an office, and I know this people is gonna make me me. And suddenly, I am on the opposite spectrum, where. All my community, everything that I stand for, is
2: attacked.
1: LGBTQ community. My wife is Korea. My kid is of mixed race. And my entire career has been done in Sierra. People in Sierra have made money on the LGBTQ community. How dare you attack my community? because suddenly I had a quadruple jeopardy. And I said, enough, I'm not silent anymore. I know how to do that. And I know how to do that very well. The rest, you know what happened on Facebook. Mm-hmm. I was in Facebook jail four times, the <laughs> longest six hours.
2: I just think back when you decided way back when that you were gonna speak your mind to decide to dance. It's like, no. yeah, if you don't do that, you would still be maybe a doctor hating your life.
1: Listen, you know, my, my mom, my, my brother and my sister were so supportive. All the way through. Yeah. His wife, the rest of the family. The nieces and the nephews, crazy. I had them in, 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 in the nightclubs when they come and visit you. When they were 17 years old. I mean, really. Full strings, get them in there. But mom always said to me, and I love mom dearly, she said, to me, when are you going to get a real job?
2: Mm-hmm. A lot of Yet heartburn. when I went
1: back home the second time the third time, I do find a suitcase, a leather suitcase with clippings about me internationally that I have never seen in my life. Your
2: mom was saving all those things?
1: Yep. Wow. And that's when I knew.
2: Yeah. My mom like was yet.
1: a dancer. Really? When she was young. She was a great tap dancer. Yeah, she did it all. She did the whole modeling thing, the other pictures of mom standing between the lights. I mean, she was prima donna. Beautiful. Gorgeous. Wow. Dad fell in love with mom and When I did theater, mom remembered there was no money in theater. If you go into theater, and I hope you are all listening, if you want to make money and that bastardized business on the production side of things, don't go into theater. You're going to theater because it's, it's what your heart tells you to do. It's the gypsy and us that beats. Yeah. That's why you go into theater. Otherwise, become a doctor. Mm. The one that I didn't become.
2: I'm so glad that you've listened to the, what you wanted. Mm-hmm. Where, did you do any other Jean Anne or Don Arden? Not Jean Anne, <laughs> Bluebell or Don Arden shows after Hello Hollywood?
1: After Hello Hollywood, I did probably see my own leader, but as the skating <laughs> ice, as the ice skating. Okay. Out. So that was the progression that I told you earlier on.
2: Yeah. Cien, at- I
1: decided right. by the time that I have had six partners and it got to a point where we're good, 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 and something happens, but this moment's wants to go different. It takes two people to become one. You, you, I mean, in our marriage, we, we did it as backwards. We had to scream, survive, stir, whatever the case may. Ate the salt up all together first. We shouldn't have done the other way. Fallen in love first, then eat up the salt of that together. Oh. We didn't. We ate the salt and bags up first. Mm-hmm. And I think that was magic between me and Gencia's relationship and our success. She was a medical student. I was a medical student, mm-hmm. as I've told you before. Yeah. When I needed a partner and I had signed a contract with Greg Thompson to do fire and ice Point, I ended up choreographing it with the ice part of it, with Miss She did it, the dancing and I adapted it in the back. And, and that was my first encounter with Miss
2: Where was that show?
1: Valley Forge, Pennsylvania. Oh, yeah.
2: Oh, uh, yeah, Valley Forge, that was
1: a big deal with Greg for a while. Oh, Greg, Greg was magic. I mean, when, when I needed a new partner, and he knew my personality, and he knew her personality, and they are both very strong personalities. Yeah. If anybody who knows Peter and Chansia, both very strong personalities. When he said to me, I've got the perfect partner for you, but she's not easy, I said, am I easy? <laughs> And it was fireworks from the beginning, get go. But really? every move that we did, we could see where this was going to go. We knew. So you're good together as partners, just even though. Oh, hell yes.
2: Uh-huh. Oh,
1: hell yes. Wow. I'll challenge anybody out there to tell me that we were not. But anyway, um, we ended up going to the leader together, and she gave up medicine to come work with me. And one day at an elevator conversation at that point in time I didn't believe that it was going to be the way I wanted it to be in the hours. I had my girlfriends and I was out every night and one night I came home and she was sitting at the elevator in Valleyport and the tears were. And she said I came I gave up my prayer I gave her message to come work with you and it doesn't seem like you care and it home and home right there between yeah. the. Elevator. I think this is the one. This is the one that's going to go all the way with it. I said, okay, fine. That's wow. it. That was it. End of that relationship. End of this. We started going looking for costumes. And that was just before we went to scholar. That's how that happened.
2: Wow.
1: That's how that happened. We made ourselves a promise. I said to her, she said, What is the end goal for us? And I said, we know we're good at what we're doing, we know we can be the best at what we're doing, we know where we want to go if we don't go to the leader between the next five and seven years or so. And we were there. Once we were at the leader, we were there I think three and three and a half years, and we were up, she injured her knee and uh, we had decisions to make. At that time, I had put the whole presentation together for, for, for the carriage with Kaleidoscope, the, 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 the show that I created. And I just, I, I, I guess, I don't know. I mean, if I look at it back at now, I went, geez, you, you had some hoods dude. So I look back at it right now, I think, who the hell do you think you were? But I walked in there, set it up, set up the manor, built built the whole model, everything in my own spare time and showed them the entire show line out there, including costumes
2: Were you designing costumes while you are
1: doing shows? Like, or are you- In between shows. I, you... was, I would sit because my hair was under my back and I couldn't do a dash with that and because we were doing the the, the, the top head and tail number entering, opening it. While Cynthia was braiding, fringe braiding my hair so we could do the number, <laughs> I'm sitting drawing. Sketches. I've
2: seen your lovely- um...
1: Oh, feathered
2: hair. Yeah. That's yeah. such a good time for the era.
1: So yeah, but we decided that if we don't make it to the leader in that space, i to find when we were there, her knee injury came and it kept coming back and it kept coming back and it kept coming back. And by this time I was almost 40. It's
2: a good long run.
1: Connie Porot, the agent from Austria, came to see us in Paris. We worked with him in Monte Carlo. That's we skipped that all section, but we worked with him in Monte Carlo. And he came with us to the house afterwards. And uh, my studio was open. And of course the model was standing there. And he walked in and he went, What the hell's this? So I explained to him what it was. The third tableau in the presentation that I've done for the leader, kaleidoscope was a fantasy on the on the on, on, on the 12 zodiac signs and four he says, I love this. I need you to come to, 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 to Berlin and present this to Sasha Jonsky, the White racing And I love this man. And this man had a vision, he was a dramaturg. And um, went there, him and I knocked it off. And we were still skating at the leader. And she he was by worse. And we had to make decisions. And she wouldn't, she couldn't, she couldn't make the decision. I had to make the decision. Mm. I said, you know, you're having problems with your body. I know I'm not feeling the same as what I used to feel. I think it's time. I think it's time. Long story short, got that contract, offered me the contract. I did two shows for them back to back. The first one was Stanner, which is fantasy and the Zodiac Science, followed by a, a trilogy, was the plan. We went to the second part of it. Or just Joker, which I just showed you. I just video. saw the video,
2: and it's amazing. I have a question: Like, were you like vi- having visions of a show? Like some people, like there can be performing, but they see things. They have concept. Are you a conceptual person, or like I just want to show? Oh, or were these things,
1: totally conceptual. Totally conceptual. I can, I can go and see a show and be bored out of my mind, or I can see something like, like what I saw with 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 Ron Lewis's. Um, bolero, Bolero up at the lake, that I want to stand there and scream and jump through the roof. Do you because know what it is? I could feel it. Is. You could feel it. It's well, a that's... passion. It's a passion for something that I could always draw. I was always artistic.
2: Yeah.
1: And I don't know if it was suppressing of that for so many years and then finding, letting it good I mean, it runs my life.
2: Because there's a lot of people like, I'm going to do a show, and they kind of will copy a concept, but what I saw of Joker, that is so unique, and you're telling a story that had some dark elements, but it wasn't, like, predictable or format, and there was some depth in there, like, I would love to do that, because you get to feel all the feels, but I was like, that's in a mind of somebody who's probably always seeing and picturing. My mind never stops. Really?
1: If you look at my Facebook, I mean, I'm surprised I'm alive, because... I hardly sleep more than four and a half, five hours a night. I can't. I'm awake. And my entire life has been that. My heart rate is running at 103. And has for the last 30 years of my life. Really? When I skated, my heart rate was running at 103. Uh, you don't ask me what it is. If I have to tell you what it is, plain insanity, plain stupidity, and plain not having a life at all. The it. best
2: creators, but it's also hard on your own body.
1: So- well, yeah,
2: that's that's you know
1: that, that that's what But my to quote something that I saw a couple of years ago that just stuck with me is my mind is telling my body it's still young, but my man. My body is telling my mind, are you out of your freaking mind?
2: Right. <laughs> wow, well, because you also you're getting influenced by so many great producers and all the good things you got to see, but then to still keep your own vision and creative instead of just copying i would love everybody to see joker so how you came in with that uh, that was a huge show that's the size of hello hollywood hello in berlin and also yeah. can you tell the timing of that because i
1: liked what when and the why. time was in 1997 um it took me 11 months to create it that's from concept starting doing sketches everything is built in the house the very by bars including the set there's an elevator and a Back of the room, of course, this, this theater is government subsidized. We did it for a budget of fifteen million dollars. And it was also the,
2: the wall would just come down, right?
1: The wall had just come. That
2: down. feels like a big important
1: yeah. thing, like with arts. Well, there's freedom. a story about, about that that just drove me bonkers, and I adored this man for it. The the first show, Zodiac, there was two creators of it. it. was uh, Jürgen Nass, who was a uh, I believe a, uh, a soloist in the Bon Ballet, and I talk on the correction on the Bon Ballet because I can't remember where it was. And he was married to a choreographer, Mousy. And Yogan Nas invited me to his house when we were working on this, and I walked into his, and the tears were running. Afterwards, I couldn't do it. And I walked into his house, and this house there was so much love and affection in this house, on the walls, on the pictures. Everywhere you look, handmade, this, that, and the other. I went into the bathroom and I looked at the tiles and they were the same style, but the third row, the second row, fourth row, had different shades in it. And I went, these tiles didn't come from one batch, but I didn't put two and two together. I did not put two and two together. And, um... I finally asked him, and he says, no, no, it's because they could only get between five or seven tiles that they could buy behind the Iron Curtain per month. And it took him years to do this work, and that entire project took on a whole different meaning. Wow. Total different meaning. And from that on, I knew this with my family. Yeah. And I went back to go and teach open after stabbing.
2: and that's a full German cast nobody
1: from outside or was it oh, international? No. Hungarian American. Oh, really? I took Alan Gamble to be my my my, 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 my soloist in, um, in 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 Joker. Alan Gamble and Mark Pollock another American because the video and Gail Davis Siegler asked to choreograph uh, uh, Liz Lieberman put us together in MGM when I was auditioning for somebody to work with and when I met Gail I went I'm going to need help on this production because I can't handle all this by myself. And she's perfect for the choreography and Nick Navarro. Nick said yes he could do it, and uh,
2: there we were. And you did two of those huge shows in Germany. Hmm. Did did those keep going or was that just no? They, 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 the shows
1: in Germany run on an average a year. If a show is good, no, lately they've been running them a year and a half. I think the last one, one to two years, I'm not They're sure. They're still
2: going? Except we're not no, kind of I relevant. think
1: one just started, but I, I took another direction. I'm not okay. quite aware. But three-step-out is still going now. Really? Absolutely. I oh, I need Absolutely. to go to Germany. Absolutely.
2: I just feel like with the arts and that free, because like, you said you had some shows you really pushed the edge on some stuff too, like kind of.
1: Well, well that that I blame Vignes, because Vignes walked into my studio. This is after how many years when I had my own production company? Yeah, I am production group. And Vinyas, one day, walked in with John Stagliano. He says, Peter. And I looked at him and I said, Vinyas. Because we worked together in Eton. And he says, I've been told you, Ray. I said, yeah, yeah. And he showed me a sketch. I said, I'd love to build the square. And Tracy Ball built some of the costumes. I built some of the costumes. Jose let me design some of them. And we worked with the 12 best dancers of which the principal dancer was also jillian's daughter michelle oh really yes oh my gosh yes All
2: this overlap of all these great connections oh just, just
1: overlap i'll never forget working on fashionistas uh, jose gave me the sketch of these petals things like this and judy Ranton, rest in peace was my head of water by that time and uh I said, Judy, we, we're going to make these pedals pull away. So we played with Alcorn. And yeah, we we built all those things.
2: So you do like design and costume. So I got to, I, I'm so glad you showed me what's happening here. Cause I saw the show last night, Legends, which was wonderful, especially after not seeing anything for like over a year. And just to be like, oh my gosh, I'm an audience in a theater and there's sequins and they were really good. And so you've been part of Legends for.
1: Well, this know? this is going into my third year right now. Of course, we lost a year with the pandemic. But when when, when I spoke to when Jillian found me, and again, this is Jillian is that full circle. It's mom. Yeah. Jillian is mom and, and mom knows he's mom, but but Jillian shaped my life. Jillian gave me opportunities, nobody, nobody else gave me. And Ron Lewis, directly and indirectly, and up got pushed me into another realm that I didn't think I could go. Wow. And that's what opened, I think, the thought process of what is possible. And I've learned from the best. I've done the best shows in the world. I've learned from Don Arden. I've learned from Bob Turk. I've learned from Vineas. I've learned from Upcar, Greg Thompson, Dick Foster Productions. I've learned from all these people. Yeah. Imagine it. I, I learned, and every time i learn, and I'm a sponge. Yeah. I've always been a sponge. Not because I wanted to. It's just how my mind works.
2: So you are like, for costume design and... Set design—you didn't go to school for that. You are just that sponge. Well, when wearing. we were
1: when both Chensia and I were here in Paris, we both studied.
2: You, oh, okay.
1: I did my interior design degree through uh, Rodic uh, International, and I did my commercial art degree through ICS. Oh, all my, while we're we were really
2: using that all, time. While, all
1: while we were skating. yeah And of course, getting the technical drawing there, studying the programs, being like, from a young age, I could draw anything. I remember I was 11 years old, and I drew uh, on a piece of pink paper with a pencil that I had. Uh, Ali McCraw and, and 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 Ryan, what was his name? Love Story. From Love Story.
2: Ryan O'Neill.
1: Ryan O'Neill. It just shows you how bad my orientation, the sexual orientation, feelings go back. Why the hell, at the age of 13 would I draw? Alan McCraw and Ryan O'Neill, because I thought they were both gorgeous. Like, yeah, really, oh, hello. You tell me what's wrong with that picture.
2: Oh, it's all good. So what is your position here at Legends? Just I got to see, but nobody else has heard this part. Well, uh,
1: at, Le- at Legends, we, we, they were looking for a head of water. I have designed for Legends before.
2: What is Legends, just for those who don't know?
1: Legends and Concert is the, uh, the, the Legend tribute show. To be part of a legendary show either an albus a a, a donna summer or a, a gina turner or a freddie mercury you're gonna have, have look uh, look like him yeah. as close as possible you're gonna have to sound like him and you're gonna sing live because there's no look change
2: that was what i thought was cool because i have seen people impersonate but not sing mm-hmm. and when they when they made it clear that those are real like right. live that's what blew me away. was like, oh my God, these are
1: like really, really, oh, really no, like good Oh no, it's for real, singers, it's legit, They're
2: not just lip-syncing and...
1: No, and it's the longest-running show of Vegas. 40? 38
2: years. 38. Okay. 39 now,
1: I believe. Okay. That's the longest-running show of Vegas. And I mean, that's a pretty damn good, good track record. Why? It's a format that works. Yep. Don't Ooh. screw with a format. And no. People were
2: having a lot of fun last night. They got to sing along,
1: and it's, it's like that every night. Really? it's just like that every night. The magic for this for me was, um, I got I I got a medical setback four years ago. I woke up stressed, not happy. Where we going? And Tristan, my son, came around the corner. He said, and he went white. Said dad, you need to go to the hospital. And he was on the phone with said, Dad, we need to take Dad to the hospital. I got to the hospital. I, I, I went immediately into to, to, to the mirror. I didn't know. And I realized my mouth was sitting funny. I got bells pulsing on the left side of my face. And I looked in the mirror and I was scared. Yeah. I was scared. Three months later, they went and went got treatment, whatever the case me. They diagnosed it as stress related. And uh, I just went, it's time to change your life right now. Now you're going to settle down. You're not going to travel like you used to do. You're not going to do everything.
2: Mm.
1: Not anymore. And it was stress related. Lo and behold, only me. I got it again on the other side nine months later. Really? Except that one didn't disappear. If I get tired, you'll see my right eye goes a little bit smaller.
2: Yeah.
1: But I feel fine. I mean, yeah. no high blood pressure, none of that, none of that, no sugar, no nothing like that. I think it just burned too much energy. But it was a wake-up call and scary. A good friend of mine, loved the man dearly, has always said to me, said, Peter, you're a man of so many talents, so many things you've done. But I just wish you would focus on one thing. David, please, come, honey. I want you to sit in my ATA for five minutes. And you deal with this mind. I can't. And I'm you not. You can't slow here.
2: down. You can't no, narrow it down to no. one thing. It is who I am. Yeah. It is who I am. So what you're doing now, you get to have a few things going on because you're doing sets. I got to have a tour. Those you got to. It was so fun to see the creations and that you were like. But you're so excited about what you're doing, which I think you know a lot of people at our age are like, just want to go play golf or go in a minivan and just stop living, like like not literally, but. You were so excited to show the costumes. I'm like, oh my gosh, he loves what he does.
1: I I love what I do. I really do.
2: So you get to design the sets and you guys are shipping.
1: I'm not doing sets for Legends yet. I used to do uh, sets for Legends. They did ask me a year ago to work on a set, but the costumes took precedence. What Tony said to me is, she said, I want to take, we need to go to another level. It's time for us to do that. So I showed you the, the costumes that I just did, the 60s with the tie-dyes. That was cool. And, and, and it, was a, it was a modern hardware work we were doing. We're slowly but surely they're allowing me to do it. And not allowing, it's just Tony has a vision. Gina is regimental, she knows what it works, she knows why it works, she knows how it's gonna work. Tony and I are the creative forces. Tony and our visions overlap. Mm. She'll say, I want this. No, no, let me correct that, Tony. The first year was, I want this, da, da, da we can do this, that, yeah. Now it's like, I want I want, I, I want, to look for the 70s. That's it. And she's off. She She'll come it. back. She trusts me to a point, and then I come with my ideas, and she'll go, you want to make it shorter? That's Tony. Yeah, and 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 it's just uh, these people. I mean, they allow me to do other work outside. I've done much of work uh, outside of this, as long as the work gets done here.
2: Yeah,
1: I mean, for me, this is an ideal match. And I told her, if I'm going to legend, I mean for the long haul. And if that's not going to happen, you need to tell me. And so far. I will not change these people for anybody anymore. That's,
2: that's it's so just good. not going to happen. Yeah, you've done a lot. You put a lot of time in for things. You get to do what you want to do, and I love that you have that that creativity that you don't have to just like do what you're. I'm not do. a
1: millionaire for it, right? And when I had the money, and when I was almost a millionaire, it didn't mean anything. Hmm. If anything, it cost me the bigger part of my life. Yeah. So I'm not. No money is overrated people it's the way it is
2: <laughs> we are going to have to wrap up here even though i think we probably have like oh, eight more hours but i have a question for you because you've been posting a lot about ronnie lewis mm-hmm. and you danced for him did that fun like i was saying like i worked with Joan jump for but i always want to do a ron lewis show because in puerto rico there'd be a ron lewis show we would go see them and i'd dance or take class mm-hmm. with those people and that style felt like the most fulfilling to me and I thought if you did that like six nights a week it would kill you but it was still like I would so much rather do that than any other style and so you got to work with him but he just passed it's been not has it been a week it was a little over a week just
1: over just
2: over a week and I know it's affected like people who worked with him it's affected people who didn't even work with him just because he was like looked up to and like I want to be a Ron Lewis dancer Mm -hmm. what and I know there's a project that you're working on do you want to share what that is?
1: I'm the Tiger approached me, and actually, I have found Tiger when Ronnie died. And because Ronnie was such a big influence on my life and, and, and the greater side, when Ronnie passed, I think I understood Ronnie because I didn't have that love-hater relationship with him. And in later years, after I'd done Fasinistas, Ronnie noticed. When Venus came to us, Ronnie noticed. When we did the big thing, at Ballets with Breck Wall, where we all, all the legends in Vegas and internationally did uh, the, the, the Tommy tune, the Elephant Walk with, 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 with all the biggies. Uh, they had needed a place to rest, so I, G, G, uh, I think Jillian found me. Yeah, Jillian found me. I said, listen, tell Ronnie, my studio is there as well. We brought the benches and there, all these legends were sitting around there from Rendon, to Renee, Dave, and the Renee Dehaven, the seam who were working there, the the the, the admin office was here in the front, and yeah, they're sitting in the hallway going left, right, and center. I mean it was just fabulous. fabulous. And and Ronnie and I had time to talk to him, and but Ronnie knew who I was and where I was going and what I was doing, and I never thought he would even care. He did. Really. And when I saw the pictures right now that Tiger Shed and that we are now scanning and digitalizing for prosperity because Ron Lewis, as far as I'm concerned with Don Arden, Jackson, Jerry Jackson, Vegas is Vegas because of Ron Lewis.
2: Oh man. And those
1: two people. I
2: think there's
1: this thing- This man legacy needs to live on. Most of these dances today have no clue what that
2: is. That's honestly the podcast and why I'm doing this, and Athena's doing hers, and there's books being written because it's going away, and these this younger generation has no idea. And it feels so important to preserve when people, like they talk about dance history, they don't, I know, like two names. Like, why do they not know these people that have contributed so much to how dance, how that style is affected? What happens in the dance studios, not just in Vegas.
1: The day the Bulge Angeluses of the world the entertainment directors, the agents, were replaced by the cell phone, the emails. That's the day we lost children. Circus du saw an opportunity. A big man, regardless of what people were say to him, Steve White recognized Italian, Broke a wall inside of his casino. Pitched, tell him from L.A. and he was ready to pack it up. Told Gila Leopard I'll pitch your tent and break your wall into the into, into the hotel. If you make it work, I'll build you a here. The history of that is miscare. And from there, it snowballed. Really? From there, it snowballed. And when the MGM properties, and this is this story, and I'm telling it the way it is, and I've heard it from reliable sources inside. When Stephen lost his properties overnight because shares got dropped and MGM were strong, picked it up, there was a roof happening. And there were other factors between Franco-Dragon and Gila-Levater about the wisdom of suddenly Duplicating Cirque Productions in Las Vegas. And Franco Dugan, who was the creator of Cirque, with Real together, with O and with, with, with uh, Mystere, had promised Steve one. at that point in time, he says, I can't do this. I am going to stick with my loyalty with Steve one." Gil went his own way. They created the new things, did wonderful things. Don't get me wrong, wonderful shows. Mm-hmm. But the loyalty was Frank Zappa's, and he created the masterpiece in this town, which, in my opinion, was Leroy, for the very simple reason: it's a series of imperfect dreams. That's what Leroy was all about. Mm except he took the difficult road out. He had no backstage. He had no proscenium stage. He had nothing like that. He opened the skies, changed the role of the act and the chorus boy. Instead of taking the act up in the air, he took the entire 60 people up in the air instead of the act. Hmm. On top of that, he gave it a 360-degree audience, and he would hide nothing. Let it come out of the water. I was screaming when I saw that. As big a mastermind as what? Frederick Upper and Ron Lewis and the biggest combination was in my life. Frank L. blew my mind out of its, out of its sight. Wow.
2: And in the meantime, like ballet's closes and all these big shows go away. It's just interesting to see like if they're gone for good or if it can both coexist. Like you can have the Cirque and the production shows. I don't give a
1: damn who you are. I don't get a damn who you are. First of all, Drogon, unless he has the budget, will not even attempt doing something with a the theater that size unless he has the budget. Yeah. Contrary to so many different beliefs in this direction, I stand firm by it, I'll swear by it, you cannot do a circle production on a budget. You never will be able to, and contrary to your belief, you've never been able to do it. It's not gonna happen. And quite frankly, throwing a few trusses in the air and a bunch of black curtains, as far as said, it's not show business. That is live production. That's event production. Mm. Vegas has a history and is not built on event production. Sorry to say. Yeah, yeah. Sherry, so it's been a great interview.
2: So can you just say at the end of it, like what when this is it a website that you and Mistin get? And no,
1: it's a Facebook page that was created page. by Michael
2: Bellman.
1: Yeah. And by Tiger. Tiger is ahead of all this. I've taken most of the digitalized photos that were gray, yellow, green, torn, whatever. I've restored them and I'm posting them two, three a day. The... The website, the the, the Ron Lewis archives and alumni, yes, it's for the celebration of life for Ronnie, but that's not what it's about. It's about the alumni of Ron Lewis, Mm. the unrecognized alumni of Ron Lewis. They've paid their dues.
2: Yeah.
1: I know firsthand what it took to become the ideal Ron, Ron Lewis dancer. And, by gone, the four of us, missing it, myself, Tiger, and Michael, we will make sure that Ronnie gets his place.
2: That's a great place to end because that's like we went to the archives at UNLV and saw Don Arden and we got to see Miss Bluebell, but there's people who also made a huge contribution and it feels so important to honor because it wasn't just they were great at what they did. It shaped so many careers.
1: I just think of Ron Lewis, and I think of the Japanese number, I think of the Bolero, I think of the African number, I think of the Japanese number, I think of the African number of the dunes. Honey, that a mind like that has to work one day is a disgrace.
2: That's why I think that we keep creating till we can't create anymore. That's right. This has been... This has been great. I'm So glad it was in person. So I got to see Legends. I got to see what you do. Well, I legends. decided
1: to bring you out to Legends. I, I didn't even get the permissions from Legends to do it because it was the last minute decision by you. But I just went, you know what? This is going to be the end of my life.
2: Yeah.
1: And I got to share that with, with everybody else in my life and what brought us to you.
2: Mm-hmm. And not
1: only that, mom, American mom, Chilean, is still working with me here after 40 years. I the mean, energy that both of
2: you have has inspired me because you know a lot of people just start pooping out, but to see you guys going strong, like Jillian is over 80, and I'm like, that's not true, that cannot be true. She has so much fire, and she's oh, just
1: like, I love that woman, man. and she pushes me, and I'm pushing her. That's great, it's magic. Love you, Lynn, Jillian.
2: Okay, Jillian, we'll love you. And I said the end of hers too, like, Jillian, we all love you, so I'm gonna say goodbye to Peter, but this, this can. This could continue because this this story is not done so thank you, you want to say goodbye
1: thank you guys and hey i'm still the same guy i'm still full of s.
2: yes because we need that we need some of those people